Dee Dee Moonflyer here. Welcome to the Twilight Tonic Podcast. As always, I have a freshly brewed batch of the strange and unusual to share with you. So grab your favorite tonic, step inside the broom closet, and let's get started. Twilight Tonic, I have a very special guest, Jenna Perry. She's an amazing young lady. She has, gosh, her own show coming up. She's a demonologist on Paraflix, and she's been on a show called Crossover Discovery. She has her own show coming up, Ambulance Nocte, and she's also got her own, oh man, it's amazing. It's so cute. It's Ghost Bitch Apparel. Hello, Jenna. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. It's so nice talking to you. You're an amazing young lady, and I can't wait to hear about <laughs> all these amazing projects you're doing. Uh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Tell me about these shows you're doing. <clears throat> uh, well, uh, I did the Crossover Discoveries. Um, with Martin Kaleba, who was in Pirates of the Caribbean and the show Scrubs and mm-hmm. many, many other movies. Um, he is a brilliant actor and a hilarious guy. I thoroughly enjoyed working with him. Um, Frank Frank, who's done um, many shows himself, mm-hmm. a bunch of stunt work for the Fast and Furious um also, uh, extensive paranormal work. I mean, 32 plus years, um, a brilliant guy, Bullfrog Benjamin, a great, great friend of mine. Um, so just an awesome group of guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so the crossover discoveries was really great. We did it, um, in Plattsburgh, New York, which was a local place. Um, we did it at, uh, Valcor Barracks, which mm-hmm. was near and dear to my heart, um, when it first opened up as like um, a pub and a place to stay. Not, I wouldn't call it a hotel, maybe a bed mm-hmm. and breakfast. I stayed there the first night it opened because I had heard that this place was haunted. So uh-huh. I had had experience <laughs> with this place. So I was. So excited to do our pilot episode there. Um, and so they were just a great group of guys, and I loved working with them. Um, and our new show, 
I'm doing with the brilliant Mike Catcher, one of the executive producers for Pandora Flicks. Mm-hmm. Um, ambulance and not pay and it's all about the light versus the dark oh, and okay. um yeah we consider mike like the light he brings out the light and he like really um i guess uh talks to the lighter side whereas i as a demonologist kind of draw out the dark side mm-hmm. of things and i'm more experience with dealing with the darker side of things. So it's a really cool show. The dynamic mm-hmm. between us is really, right. really cool. Out of curiosity, Jenna, how did you decide demonology of all things? Um, so I grew up in a very bizarre way. Um, my biological father was a very dark man. He practiced some very, very dark things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grew up in a very not typical household mm-hmm. um, with a lot of things that I couldn't explain as a child. So at a very young age, I started reading the Book of the Dead and mm-hmm. doing a lot of research. Um, and it just took off from there. I was fascinated by it and I couldn't get enough. And the more I read and the more I couldn't explain, the more I wanted to explain it. Okay. Totally understandable. And how do you, how do you, if you explain to people when you hear demonologist, a lot of things come to people's minds. Yes, it does. <laughs> like right away. I always think of priests because I, I was Catholic till I was yeah. 13. You know, that's mm-hmm. what I, the first thing that comes to my mind. Other people, the first thing that comes to their mind is devil worshiper. You know, when you ask people. That's exactly. Yeah, that's that's what I get the most of, surprisingly. Um, oh, man. Yeah, is a lot of people hear the word demonologist and they think I must be, you know, uh, a bad witch or a demon <laughs> A demon worshiper. I try explaining to people it's actually quite the opposite. What I do is um, I help people mm-hmm. and I assist in um, oh, you're getting breaking rid up, of- Jenna. Hold on just a second. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you're, you're breaking up. I need you. <laughs> no, it's okay. Is that better? Yes. Thank you. Okay. And I assist in getting rid of that dark energy. Um, I'm called in when people feel like they have nowhere else to go and nobody believes them and they feel like they're going crazy. I, I believe them Mm -hmm. and I felt like I was going crazy and I understand what that feels like. And so I try to explain to people, I come from a place of love and light. And I'm trying to get rid of whatever negative energy is there. Right. Did you have, you said you grew up very unconventionally, obviously. And you obviously must have had experiences with that side. I did, yes. Um, I grew up in a very Catholic household. Mm -hmm. Um, That being said, um, with my father practicing what he practiced, um, we did have a lot of experiences. Um, I mean, my mother to this day talks about these experiences Mm -hmm. and 
talks about them in a way where my mother, who's such a logical person (laughs) to watch, you know, to watch her facial expressions is terrifying. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I mean, we definitely, and, and not just that, but other experiences that I've had personal experiences Mm -hmm. that have brought me on this journey to seek out demonology. Um, it's terrifying. It really, really is. Right. I always find it interesting. Usually when I talk to people in the paranormal, demonologists, mm-hmm. um, parapsychologists, things like that, it they've all had experiences that lead them to this. Yeah. Which I yeah. find extremely fascinating. I did, yeah. I had a, you know there was an experience that I had, um, something was brought, brought home, mm-hmm. um, that I couldn't get rid of. And it wasn't like a normal thing you can't get rid of from an investigation right. where you burn some Palo Santo and <laughs> crush some eggshells and you're good. This was something that was dark mm-hmm. and evil. Oh, and and I couldn't, I mean, I did everything. I I brought priests in and I brought shamans in and I brought, and I did everything I could and I mm-hmm. couldn't get rid of this thing. And it, it makes you a true believer. It really, really does when you right. experience something so dark that you just don't want anyone else to go through that and you don't want them right. to go through it alone. How did you eventually get rid of it? Oh, man, this is going to be <laughs> controversial. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, you know, okay. For, to be I, honest, I find all of this, and I'm sure my listeners find this educational. Okay. It's all about we're all in the same boat. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, again, I grew up very Catholic. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, for me and what I believe... I believe in a higher energy and a higher power. And that's really important to me. Mm-hmm. That being said, I know this brilliant uh, demonologist witch. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I want you to try this. And she gave me a specific thing to do. And I was like, this is bizarre. There's no way this is going to work. And I guess you could call it a, spe- I don't, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did it, and it and it worked. <laughs> Everything I tried, mm-hmm. this worked. After two years of mm-hmm. battling with this thing, this worked. And she guaranteed me it would. She's like, "This is going to work." And mm-hmm. and you're a demonologist, and you know how to get rid of this, and and you just have right. to have the backbone to get rid of this. But you know, at this point, I was so terrified. I had been fighting this thing for so long, and it got in my head. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I did it, and I worked. And what do you mind me asking? What exactly did you do? I mean, was it <laughs> herbs? Was it? Uh, it was, was more it than her. I mean, it wasn't, it was by no means black magic. It was, mm-hmm. sure. I would say, you know, white magic, but mm-hmm. uh, it consisted of uh, just a nifty little jar spell. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I couldn't believe it. Yep. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you're brilliant. <laughs> and I've been like, this lady's been my mentor ever since, truly. She's just like blown my mind. 
Mm-hmm. That stuff's yeah. very powerful. Yes. Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. And of course, nothing shocks me. I've heard it all just to let you know. And, you know, I'm pagan, so. <laughs> oh, that's great. See, for me, it's it's, it's very difficult because, uh, you know, uh, you do, you get a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of people who are like, you're, you're bad, you're, sure. you're this, you're that. And even in the paranormal community, you know, you do get that, um, negative feedback sometimes where they're like, I don't, I don't love what you do. You know, it's different than what I do. So I don't love it. Mm -hmm. Um, so it is hard for me and what I believe personally is religion is tied together. You know, like I can do those things. I can do herbalism. I can do things, uh, you know, if I want to do a spell, I can do a spell and believe in a higher power and a higher energy and my God, you know, um, (laughs) and that's okay. (laughs) But for some people, they really have a problem with that. So it's something I get asked about a lot. Yeah. And I always tell people anything for the better good makes me happy. That's it. You know, I'm not out there, uh, you know, like I said, conjuring or, sure, or practicing black magic or hexing people as much as, you know, people think, you know, people call me the dark witch at work and stuff. And it's so funny because I'm like, what? Just because I'm kind of goth and like <laughs> demonologist doesn't mean that I'm a bad witch. I'm, I'm, I have three children and I'm, I was the president of the PTA and like, I don't and you're know. like, wait a minute, what? I just yeah. like black. <laughs> I know. That's it. You know, people just have this this concept in their and heads. People have a concept of witches in general that's and it. pagans that's it. in general. Uh, yes. And I'm like, if you yeah. knew that most of what I do is herbalism and like <laughs> earth toned and you know, like I like to be under the moon naked. (laughs) I'm not hurting anyone. (laughs) Like I just want to connect with nature and my energy and, you know, and so funny. And it's, and it does crack me up because there's, there's books I often refer people to. It's like, you want to read a real Harry Potter story, read the diary of a witch by Sybil Leake. Yes. Yes. You know, yeah. That will blow your mind. It oh is like gosh, Harry yes. Potter. I mean, she oh was gosh. like what, something like nine before she even went to a school. Right. Yeah. And she knew Aleister Crawley. You know, he I was, know. She oh was gosh, a little was... girl when she met I him. Know. It's like, people, you, you need to read some stuff. You need to come to this understanding. You know, demonologists exactly help people. Yeah. That's it. And people are just like so unaware and I get it like how could you know these things I uh, like it's such an obscure thing you know what I mean like how are you going to know about demonology this is something I've been studying since I was a kid and it's such like an off the beaten path you know like (laughs) who else studies this stuff at 12 not a lot of people um but uh I like to educate people about it you know and when people are like, do you really believe in it? And I'm like, with my absolute whole heart, mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah. What's the strangest question someone has ever asked you? Um, if I've had sex with a ghost, I get asked that one all the time. What? Like, Why? <laughs> like almost every time I do a podcast or something, 
The two questions I get asked the most is what my bedroom looks like. Mm-hmm. Wow, really? Yeah. And if I've had sex with a ghost. Uh, okay, I've never had sex with a ghost, but <laughs> wow, <laughs> I have talked to people who have had sexual encounters. Yeah, they thought with spirits. Like some people marry ghosts, apparently, from my understanding. Right. Now have relationships. It, that's right, but it is a common occurrence that people have sexual experiences with like demons and stuff. Um, not me personally. Not me. Um, yeah. And then what my bedroom looks like, because people see me and they're like, oh, you're you're a little bit dark, aren't you there, girl? I wonder what your bedroom. It's like a fetish wow. thing, I think. Like I think so, thing. too. Yeah. Yes. And so I'm just like, it's as weird as I am. I promise you. <laughs> Pretty spooky. But yeah. That's I, the I don't know who's fun. spookier, what they think you are, what they are. <laughs> I know for wow. asking that, like, <laughs> like it almost makes me not want to tell you now. Like that's a weird question. And I think that's interesting but. because I find what you do fascinating and healing. Thank you. And I didn't I even really think like of that other stuff at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's always men. It's always men. And, you know, yeah. I think it's really fascinating for women in the field that you're in. There's more of them emerging and up and coming. And you know, what's really funny is that you bring that up. And I love that because one of the things I use my platform for is I am an outward feminist and everyone who knows me knows that right. um, I use my voice um, as a feminist. I, it's so important to me that women are heard. Mm, um, absolutely. Yeah. And it's one of the things, even in, you know, what I do now, not on this team, of course, or anything, but where I'm like, I don't feel heard. Is anyone listening to me? Like, please listen to me. What's going on? Um, and I'm, I'm really, really fortunate that like my team members have been really, really great to me <laughs> and yeah. have heard me. Um, but there have been a couple of times, even as a paranormal investigator, where I've had to be like, hey, mm-hmm. like, quiet, don't talk over me. You know, like, mm-hmm. have to use my strong female voice because I feel like, you know, I'm being seen and not heard. Right. And, you know, women in this field have abilities that, would help the other parapsychologist. We are very yeah. intuitive in different ways. So intuitive. I mean, and and I have to tell you, like, I love so much. Um, my catcher is like so awesome. And I can't even tell you how much it means to me that like we can go into an investigation and he'll be like, okay, what, what do you feel? Tell me what you feel. Mm-hmm. And he's so amazing about listening to me and and my other teammates were too, but he's so, it just makes me feel so good to be heard by him mm-hmm. um, and to work with a team, you know, a teammate who trust your instincts and for me to trust his, it just makes that show 
incredible. Right. You know, you, you feel each other's energy and you play off that and, and it makes investigating so incredible. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. And it's nice to have that support too. It sounds like he's a type Absolutely. of person I believe that really cares about the team he's with. Absolutely. Yeah. He's one of those guys, like he takes this, he's like me, like we we're so lighthearted and funny and like, mm -hmm. you know, but, but when it comes to this investigation where we're all business and we take it really, really seriously. So. That is really awesome. Yeah. So talk a little bit about your upcoming show. So Ambulance and Nocte, oh, this is like my baby. Mm -hmm. um, I love that Mike has really like, again, you know, let me give my input and has let me step up and given me a voice and a role in this show and is like, okay, give your two cents, you know, because he's right. a lot more experienced, you know, having worked for Paraflix than I Mm -hmm. Am I'm just a paranormal investigator. I've been on the show, but like this is, you know, this is his area of expertise. So for him to be like, hey, you know, I really want you to be a big part of this right. just is everything to me. So, um, you know, I got to really play up on what I do in this show. Um, I got to really bring out, we're, we're bringing out that dark side for me. Mm. You know, I like to investigate. I do. I love to go on investigations, but I'm not going to lie unless I'm there to do what I do. I'm like, okay, you know, I want to do what I do. Right. right. <laughs> you know, your passion. Um, yeah. My passion. So, um, that's what we get to do in this mm -hmm. show. He gets like, like I said, to draw out that lighter side and I'm there to bind and banish the dark side. I'm there to draw it out and I'm there to get rid of it and, and try to communicate with it and see what mm -hmm. we can, you know, see what we can get. And, and that's awesome for me. I'm, yeah. I'm the first one. I always say like, even as a female, you know, it's even extra important to me. I'm the first one on an investigation to be like, okay, put me in the attic in a crawl space and pitch black. You know, I want to see what I can get and I'm going to tell it to touch me. I'm going <laughs> to tell it to push me down a flight of stairs. Like I want to, the type of person I am is I want right. to get as close to it as I can get. I want to experience as much as I can. Right. And they do tend to hide in dark spaces, right? 100%. Yeah. Attics, basements. What is up with basements, Jenna? Why do they love basements? <laughs> Why do they hide in the corners? Why? <laughs> you know, it has to do a lot of times with stone. Um, mm -hmm. Certain stones, limestone, for one. Uh, a lot of basements have limestone, Absolutely. hold energy. Certain stones, um, dirt, they hold more energy. A lot of basements are made of these things. So you can find a lot of activity in these spaces mm. where energy is held. Right. You know, so so they say, you know, that's where these portals, we often find a lot of portals in basements. Um, I mean, more often than not, we have. And I really do feel like that's one of the biggest reasons. 
You would love where I live. We have a lot of limestone here. Do you? That's awesome. Every time I go into a place and I see limestone, I'll put my hands on it immediately. I just want to feel the energy. <laughs> oh my gosh, was so much limestone in Fort Wayne when I first moved here. I was like, "Why is it so active here? What what in the world oh, is going so cool. on?" That's and very cool. The first time I moved here, it was hilarious. I brought I was a dance teacher for like over twenty years prior to moving here, That's and I brought cool. one of my students right, and we were standing and and we just moved here and. I'm standing there and she's standing there and her jaws drop and my husband <laughs> is standing there and he's talking to us and we're just, our jaws are just open. We're like, what, what? And in front of us was a lady clear as the day and wow, dressed cool. like the eighties. Like she had the oh, pink vest on and like the winter little headband that they wore. <laughs> And we're just looking at this lady, like, what? Who, why is she standing? And we both blinked, and she was gone. And I looked at, I looked at him, and I was like, "All right, what's up with this town?" <laughs> and he's like, "Well, there's railroad tracks, limestone, and three rivers." <laughs> that's that's so cool, though, that more than one person saw it. That's oh yeah, so brilliant. We both saw, it. and it's very like very active here because of all of the limestone in the water. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, you I would love, love it that. here. So if you ever get a chance to come, Definitely. I'll bring you to every basement I could find. <laughs> I'm actually taking a trip back to Ohio soon. I, I was just there a little while ago. We you know what, Jenna? You get a hold of me and I'll take you to, I'll see if I can take you to the Bell Mansion. You need to look that up. Oh, very cool. Yeah, we just went to Mansfield. Yeah, I'm very familiar. Yeah, yeah I'm from Dayton, yeah, yeah. Ohio originally. Yep. Cool. Yep. So I'll be going back there soon. So I'll definitely look you up. Please do. I'd love you to see the Bell Mansion. Awesome. I would love that. That's Mm, great. It's it's just breathtaking. I'll have to send you pictures. Very cool. Gargoyles, you name it, beautiful woodwork. And the people that own it are amazing. Oh my gosh. I'm into it. Let's do it. Oh, yep. You just let me know when you're coming. Great. Will do. (laughs) Perfect. I would love to have you. I think awesome. I think you would enjoy meeting a lot of the people here and the paranormal. Definitely. So you've got this Definitely. phenomenal show, your baby, Mike Hatcher is in with this. Yeah. And when does this come on? And it tell people some people don't know what Paraflex is. So Paraflex is an all paranormal platform. Um that you can subscribe to. It's awesome. They have some amazing shows on there. Um, we're hoping around, we're going to say October, we're going to start filming very, very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, Crossover Discoveries is already on there. And uh, there's a ton of good shows on there. I mean, really, really good shows. Worth Definitely worth checking out. It sounds awesome. It is awesome, it is actually. Awesome. I it think, is awesome. I think yeah. it's worth looking into, everyone, because, you know, yeah. you see some amazing things on there. Amazing. I binge watch it every night, so. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like me. <laughs> I, I got to keep up. And the awesome thing is these are real paranormal investigators. This isn't mm-hmm. like your cheese ball, like run-of-the-mill fake. I mean, these are real paranormal investigators who believe they do. 
Yeah, and I, you know, ever since I've, well, I grew up with the paranormal. My mom called it nature, but ever since you know, I've gotten back into my spiritual side and meeting everybody. The paranormal mm-hmm. people have been really amazing. Oh, there's such a. Uh, I can't so even kind. tell you. So woke the last few years. I really, really do. I have met. I just feel like I came into my own so much growing up. I, I was always, you know, it's so funny because I show pictures of me in high school, <laughs> and I had like the blondish hair, and I look like your typical cheerleader and now I've got like black hair and piercings and tattoos and I just was able to like finally come into my own and be comfortable in my own skin but like what really really helped that is finally meeting like-minded people right um people who accepted me where I was in this community where I was no longer weird you know what I mean where even oh, yeah. though I didn't <laughs> look weird at the time, I was still always the weird girl. Like I was still the one like practicing candle magic in my bedroom at 16. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> or like I had this like thing for blood in horror movies at seven. And I was always the weird kid. And so getting into the paranormal community, I was no longer the weird kid. Everybody was the weird kid. And we were all the weird kid. And Everybody super embraced that. And what was Mm -hmm. extra awesome is that I could talk about things like religion and the fourth dimension and (laughs) astrology. And everybody was like so woke and open-minded about it. And I was just like, this is the coolest group of people I've ever met in my life. Absolutely. Yeah. And then things like, um, I was, telling you a little bit about like my Tourette's syndrome and and how I have tics and I remember the first time I like got hired for this show on the crossover discoveries I Mm -hmm. I totally forgot about telling them because it was something that I had lived with for so long and and I remember having to call production like two weeks later and be like oh my god I forgot to tell you (laughs) um (laughs) So I have Tourette's syndrome and I have this thing where I, I like kind of tick out and it's like no big deal. I can kind of pretend mm-hmm. I don't do it by pretending I'm like tweaking my neck or playing with my hair. And they were like, oh, no, miss, you should talk about it because you are a survivor <laughs> and you are awesome. And I was like, you guys are the best. You guys are like the best humans ever. And everybody's just so accepting and so great and makes you feel so awesome for being awkward. And I love that. I absolutely love it. Well, and you know, stuff like that, people need to know. Um, I used to, myself being so dyslexic, I used to try to hide it. Now I'm like, hey, that's who I am. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Seriously, yeah, it it really is, especially mine coming from like trauma, you know. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and and the kind of trauma it comes from, and why I'm a feminist, um, so much, and you know, it all ties together, and so yes. yeah, it's my survival story. And not only that, you know, people need to understand those things. 
Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me was when I went to, uh, we went to a paranormal signing with Martin Kleba at a comic book store. Mm-hmm. And Martin Kleba came up to me. He saw this little boy twitching really bad. And he's like, Jenna, look, he's just like you. And so I went up to the kid. Well, the kid came over to us and Martin was signing autographs and we're signing stuff. And I was like, hey, you twitch a lot? And he's like, yep. (laughs) I was like, I twitch a lot too. And he's like, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I was like, yep, they call me Twitch. And he's like, yeah. I was like, (laughs) yep. I was like, I'm just like you. And his dad's like, Blaze, you hear that? She's just like you. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, that's it, game over. I'll tell anyone. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. it made me feel so good. <laughs> well, and then when you accept yourself, that's where true healing begins. That's it. Yeah, I was like, and and before that, honestly, I had told this show. I was like, even though you guys want me to tell people, I'm not ready to tell people. Don't tell anyone. We're gonna hide it. And after that, I was like, screw it. We're doing it. <laughs> yep, that's that's because yeah. you're ready to heal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're ready. If to, it, like, well. if it makes any kid or anyone feel better, then we're doing it. Let's yeah, do it. Absolutely. There's so many children that need to be told. It's okay. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. You feel weird. I feel weird. Let's be weird together. No yeah. problem. Let's embrace it. And who says that you're the weird one? Other everybody else could be the weird one. Yeah, you know, I still feel weird. Like I called my friend today because I was at work and like I twitched and, you know, (laughs) like when people ask me about it, I'll start twitching more. And I called my friend and I was like, well, I'm the stupid freak at work today. But, you know, it's all it is what it is. We're all different. We've all got our own things. I'm a twitching demonologist. What can you do? (laughs) Hey, I'm all for it. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Sets me apart. That's right. <laughs> and while you're at it, you can educate too. That's it. Yeah, definitely. Because a lot of people really don't understand Tourette's syndrome, syndrome at all. I didn't understand it. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on until I was like in college, really. Yeah. <laughs> and I finally got a diagnosis. They were like, hey. You have Tourette's. And I was like, that makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And because, you know, you only see stuff like that on comedy shows and you're like, well, Tourette's is all like that. And it's not. Yeah. I know. I was like, but I don't swear at people and say really inappropriate things. And they were like, that's not always how it goes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have the cool kind of Tourette's. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the demons might argue that. That's right. Yeah. They might I mean, I like, swear at them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and when you call them out, uh huh. do you, do you see them physically or do you sense them? Mm. Or do you all the senses? Um, so I'm what's called, a lot of people call themselves an empath and like, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes mm-hmm. I get a little heated over that because, uh, I define myself as like the truest form of an empath. Um, When you're a high functioning empath, you can walk into a room and you look at people and it's like, you know, their whole life story. Mm -hmm. You feel their emotions like you feel your own. And it's like, you've known them your entire 
entire life and you can tell if somebody hates you just by looking at you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the same way it is for me with paranormal investigating. Oh. I can walk into a room and I will get physically ill. Um, I'll get ill days before an investigation. Like it knows I'm coming and mm-hmm. um, like like we've already met each other. I won't be able to sleep. And it's just like we know we're going to encounter each other. Mm. Um, and I feel it. I feel that energy. There has been one time, and that was with my own personal demon that I had an experience with where I saw it. Mm-hmm. And I saw it often. I would see it in my dreams, and I would see it when I was awake. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was terrifying. And I still see it, though it's not, um, though it's not intrusive like it used to be. It's there. It's there still. It's kind of like in the background. It feels like it's waiting for me still. Um, But now I have that power. I've taken that power back. You know what I mean? Like it's at bay. (laughs) Like I can keep it at arm's length. Um, That being said, I did... uh, I can feel it. And there was uh, an investigation I went on, Lake Placid, and I could feel it. I could feel that this was, this woman thought, uh, she just thought it was going to be a possession case Mm -hmm. in her home. And she called us in. And uh, on the car ride there, I told my team, I said, "My, my demon. It's here. It's here with us for whatever reason. It's it's here with us on this mm. case. And it knows we're coming. And I know it's here. And so I, you know, I don't like to say the names of these things. Sure, and they right. say that, you know, they say that you take a demon's power when you know its name. That being said, I still don't like to say its name. I don't. I really don't, despite what everyone else says. Unless, unless, you know, you and I are going to battle and I'm going to fight you. Not going to say your name. So um, I've said this thing's name because I had to. That being said, I don't want to say it again. But I told my team its name in this car ride. I don't know what what brought me to do that. I just like I just knew this thing was coming and so I said its name and I said if you guys hear this name, you let me know. Mm-hmm. So we go into this investigation and three times that night we heard this name through our equipment and I was like, "You sneaky bastard, I knew you were here." Mm-hmm. And and when I say a name, mm-hmm. it was a number, a very specific number is what this thing's name was. Um, and, and I heard it several times that night. So, yeah, I, I've seen them air it uh, mm-hmm. the rest of the time. You know, more often than not, it usually is just a really bad entity and not a demon. Yeah. More yeah. often than not, it's just a really, really pissed off entity mm-hmm. and not an actual demon. To come across an actual demon is incredibly rare. I've done it, but it's it's incredibly rare. 
It's not something you encounter often. Yeah, I think it'd be extremely draining for you. It's always draining. I got to tell you, it's always draining. Every investigation is draining. Every, it's always draining. Um, I mean, I come home and it's like, it takes me days to recover, sometimes Mm -hmm. weeks to recover. It's, it's always draining physically, mentally. It's it's so taxing on my body, on my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, It really is the most draining job I've ever had in my life. Mm -hmm. I have to ground myself and I have to center myself and I have to focus myself. And like I said, there are times, I mean, there was, there was a time where I didn't sleep for like, I'd say four months. Wow. And my, my team leader was like, welcome to the world of hardcore paranormal investigating. He's like the dead knows when you're coming. He's like, you'll never sleep right again. And I really haven't. I mean, my sleep's improved a little, but I really haven't slept well since. Mm -hmm. My friends and family will tell you I I like don't sleep anymore. Yep. It it really is the most taxing, taxing thing in the world. Wow. Yep. Yep. And and they make sure you don't, you know. I can't even tell you how many times I brought something home and Mm It does not want you to sleep. <laughs> I'd be like, how many times you gotta leave? <laughs> how many times I've had things whisper in my ear or yank my arm over my head or, right. you know, woken up with burn marks in my arm or finger marks in my arm or you name it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and people ask me, is this real or if I believe? Well, when you wake up with burned fingerprints in your arm, you you believe. Mm-hmm. Does your other family members have experiences? 100%. My daughter's woken up with burn marks, burn fingerprint marks in her arm. And I'm not talking like you laid laid on your hand. I'm talking like burned into your arm for days. Um, They've heard walking on the roof. They've seen shadow people. They've, I mean, people at my job Mm -hmm. don't want to work with me because they have experiences at my job um, where they're like, you've brought things here. We don't want to be around you. There was one day and and people don't even believe this. There was one day I was walking down a hall and as I'm walking down, the lights turn on one by one. Mm -hmm. And I was like, when did we get motion sensor lights? And they were like, we didn't. (laughs) And I was like, oh, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And like, you know, just that energy follows you around. It really, it really does. <laughs> and so you scare a lot of people. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And it's already hard being back where I am in a very small town because I'm already like, you know, people. Right. They get word of what you do when you already look a bit different. You don't really fit the mold. And then they find out who you are and what you do. And you, they're like. You know, a little bit scared, but sure. that's all right. That's all right. Especially in small towns where they're very settled in their ways. That's right, yeah. So you also, Jenna, have a really, really cool line of clothing. And it's called yeah. Ghost Bitch, which I find adorable. 
Yeah, go bitchapparel.com. Um, bitch has two eyes. My brilliant um, rap artist friend, Strange Spencer. You can find him uh, on Spotify. He is so awesome. Him and I come up with this stuff. He helps design it. Um, it's it's really great stuff. It's a little bit gothy, a little witchy. Very, very cool. Oh, all the stuff I love. Very cool stuff. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love gothic and witchy and whimsical Thanks. stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. We uh, we love it. He's he's brilliant. He helps me a lot. We come up with the designs and he mm-hmm. executes it. So, um, I love it. It's very much my style. Ah, uh, well. I like it. I think it's cool. I think everyone needs Thank to get you. a t-shirt or a sweatshirt. You guys would love it. Thank Absolutely you. love it. So, yeah. Jenna, what's what what are some events coming up where people can meet you? Oh, yeah, in October. I believe it's going to be the 27th, the weekend of the 27th. Mm-hmm. Um but I'll be posting it on my IG. If anybody wants to follow me on IG, it's underscore ghost bitch with two eyes. Um, I'm I'm going to be at Paracon mm-hmm. in Plattsburgh, New York, where you can follow me on IG. Um, I will be there. My brilliant um, friend frank frank is helping put it on mm-hmm. and uh you can follow him on facebook and on the crossover discoveries on paraflix so i will be there um repping paraflix and our shows and um i hope to see everyone there that just sounds like fun i would love to come so to awesome. i miss new york you know? i just miss it there too I love New York. I miss it so, so much. And it's so cool to be like, you know, as a little girl, you're like, oh, it'd be so cool to like go to a Paracon (laughs) and now to be like, I'm part of a Paracon. It's like so cool. Like, who even am I right now? I get to be in a Paracon. This is like every girl's. Nope. Just my dream. I think every weird girl's dream. Every goth girl's dream. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like, yeah, I'm just really excited. I think I'm I'm just living my dream. If I just get to travel all over, like getting to explore haunted places, then I've like made it in my own mind. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's perfect for me. I think it's awesome. And it's, it's been such a joy talking to you. And I hope our paths were crossed very soon. And when you get to Ohio, get a hold of me. Absolutely. I can't wait. I know. And I'm going to order one of your t-shirts this week because I they're adorable. I want the <laughs> white one so with the much. skull. They're so cute, guys. Ah, Thank you. They're adorable. So make sure you look her up. Check her out on Facebook and PowerFX. Please sign up for that because it's an awesome station with some Austin, awesome shows. Yes, know? it's P-A-R-A-F-L-I-X-X. Look us up. Yeah, I hope they do, everybody. And Jenna, thank you. You and your family have a great night. And it's been an awesome time talking to you. Thank you.